This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The magnificent football Monday edition of You Better You Bet. The final magnificent football Monday edition of You Better You Bet of the 2023 NFL season rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. Been a great first two hours of the show talking all things Super Bowl 58. What did you think we were going to do? Like the Heat Celtics game from yesterday? Good game. Won by Boston by four points. Uh, We will talk. Got a big two points on the road at Washington. Yeah. We got. I'm excited to do NBA and NHL later in the show. We'll give our bets for tonight in the Power Hour. We'll get NBA bets from Rick Camp. We'll get golf bets from our friend Jason Sobel, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. But this hour is clear, all clear. Uh, We will continue to break down the big game, and we will look forward to next year in the National Football League as well. I can't wait to talk about how we view the Chiefs heading into next season, the Niners heading into next season, the Super Bowl market, all sorts of good stuff coming up over the course of the next 60 minutes here on this Monday. I guess the final thing that we have to discuss from Super Bowl 58, uh, and I, I don't really like watch the commercials anymore. Like I used to, used to be like an appointment viewing thing for me. Like everyone shut up, the commercials are coming on. Now like I'm on Twitter or like I'm talking to my wife. So the commercials I can't really speak to. Let's talk about the halftime show. What'd you think oh, of yeah. uh, Usher, Ken? Yeah. What'd you think of Usher's halftime show? I loved it because it's like right up my alley. How could I not love it? Um, I'm... I'm 39. You're 40. Like we we grew up in an era. I I think I told the story on one of the social videos we taped when we were in Vegas or something that uh like I used to mow lawns when I was like a preteen and like a teenager during the summers, and I would have like an old Walkman that would get like FM radio, and I would have like these like cruddy headphones that I would wear to block out the noise from the lawnmower, and um. You Make Me Wanna was like Usher's first single that was like really, really popular. It's a great song. And 97, uh, right? Like 96, maybe? Yeah. I was was, uh, 12, 13. That would would check out. 96, 97. I was 12 and 13. 30 years ago almost? Oh, my God. I didn't realize how old Usher was, too. But then I was like, he has to be really old. He was like making singles when I was a preteen mowing lawns. And at uh, Jammin' 94.5 was the rap station in Boston. It was like uh, today's hip hop and R&B or whatever. And I was like, this is so cool. And I would listen to the station. And like, I remember I just remember like that would be one of the few songs that would come on. They'd be like, I'm, I'm done mowing the lawn, but like we're going to take another lap here. <laughs> it's like this song's on. And so, yeah, like I'm you make me want to mow the lawn again, oh, even it. though I'm fit. Oh. 
You were like my best friend, the one I used to run and talk. It was, I mean, it's really good. So, uh, used oh, to man, say so it'd be okay. <laughs> best Just thing so I nice would do. I should do. But when, when I, I go, go home at night and put my head down, down, I used to think that I was with you. I put a little like '90s rock on that spin that there. Good. And maybe they did a collab at some point. So look, like I'm gonna love it. My wife and I were singing to every single song. I like I you it actually it emphasized to me because I wasn't really thinking about it going in. We didn't talk as much about like the halftime show going in and some of the markets and his catalog is deep. Like there's like a bunch of songs that came up where I was like, oh, right. Like, oh, like, uh, yeah, Tyler brought up like Let It Burn and uh, I think the song caught up. Burn, I think. Yeah, caught up was like a total like uh, DJ got us fallen in love was like in there. I mean, every song's good. Yeah. Right. And then obviously he performs Yeah at the end, which was like the spring break when we were in college banger of the century. So that's going to be that's going to end Ludacris and Lil John were both there. And I will say last point for now, uh, I loved the I can't believe I'm going to say like the technical opinion. I love the camera work of the halftime show, the like the the wire cam lowered in the middle during the roller skating part, because there's, there's obviously no camera guy standing there. Like there's like the lower camera there for that effect was cool. I love the little John cam, the shaking in the crowd camera. I thought that was like a really underrated part of that show that like actually captured the essence of that song and like what it was like when that came, like that camera was perfect for little, I was the little John cam that was perfect for him. So yeah, man, I like, I loved it, but like, I'm going to be, I'm going to view this halftime show through the most rose colored glasses possible because it like, it's nostalgia. It speaks to like when I was a teenager. I, now I'm, I was just hoping like, is, is PD Pablo going to come out? Like, are oh, we going to get like freak a leak here? Like, at the end. Dun, 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 like performing, like it was all just really good. I mean, it was great. I, I, I tweeted like this music, like I want to funnel like a 22 of King Cobra right now. Like really right. like so set the vibe. Band, like, right? what, you tweeted like, that. Well, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like I'd say like my, like my, my, um, my alcohol, like my blood was like 74% like malt liquor at this time in my life. Like King Cobra <laughs> and Old English. It's like all I could afford basically as a, as a, st a student in college. Um, yeah, it was it was so good, and I guess the other thing that I think about myself in halftime shows, I don't know if this says something about me. I f I'm trying to think of like a halftime show, a Super Bowl halftime show that I have not liked. I think I like all of them, and Some I defend the them every year. Don't do anything for me, but they do something for like our parents' generation. So it's like when it's when it's their generation, or it's like transcendent, like. You know, the Rolling Stones perform at halftime, like there's a certain level of like, hey, that's really cool. And also it's like, who are some of them? It's like the Who and they perform at halftime one time. And like yeah, those I, kind of I, ones. I'm just I, like I, I like the Who a lot, but I but I understand the point that you're making. You know what I mean though? It's a generational thing, I think. And yeah. it, I guess you could say it's a genre thing too, because like there are people and from now, all generations that, that still and, like. And that now younger kind of music. kids are like, that's what they think about us now. Right. Like, oh, look at these totally boomers agree. that love Usher these but like now we're in like our wheelhouse like this is perfect and uh so yeah some of like the like the classic rock bands that like admittedly deserve to have that stage like i'm i'm also look like i i respect and like sort of like an and like springsteen but i'm not like obsessed with him like a lot of people are so that one doesn't speak to me 
as much as it speaks to other people, which is totally okay. Like, I, I don't have to be, the Super Bowl halftime show does not have to appeal only to me. Like, I can get why that person's performing at halftime or something like that. But uh, yeah, like most of the ones that are at least like in our generation, I like, Mike brings up Black Eyed Peas. I was in Vegas at a Super Bowl party, so I didn't even really see that one, but people do reference that one as one. Like, how is it like bad though? But like, but how could it be right. bad? They have like 10, like, like 10 like, like songs, songs that everyone knows. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I totally agree. So yeah, like uh, what somebody who wrote Katy? Oh, Alex wrote Katy Perry. I was actually at that game. So like for me, which that one was that? Was Patriot Seahawks. That's Patriot Seahawks. Yeah, and uh, Missy yeah, Elliott but... was like the one of the guests. But like she wrote out a giant lion about... that was right next to where I was sitting. It was pretty funny. Both <laughs> a little scary. the The best part of her of that was the two sharks. Like that's what everyone remembers: yeah. left, uh, shark left shark and right shark. shark. Yeah, right. Left hysterical. Hysterical. was like, oh, I mean, which is which is <laughs> yeah, funny yeah. enough that now that halftime show had to happen because otherwise we wouldn't have left shark. I mean, that's like really funny. I was just trying to keep up, you know. Ah, uh, so let's do this. I want to go around the horn here, and Ken, I'll give you first crack, and then we'll go around the horn with our crew. So everybody, be ready. Uh, you can you can book no, not favorite. You can book oh, okay. next year's Super Bowl halftime act in, in New Orleans. It doesn't have to be like be a song from New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like, oh, I, 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 know, I love, love give, give me Elvis Presley. Give me, it's going to be awesome. Be a, Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I tell you, that, that would be the greatest halftime show of all time. Yeah. Two dead guys. That would be, be sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Ken Barkley, what, who is the ideal halftime show act next season for you? Yeah, it's – I'm trying to be realistic here with, like, who – I kind of would rather think about, like, who it's actually going to be than who I would want. I'm a bad – I'm a bad person to answer for, like, I listen to, like – three songs of 500 different artists. I don't have a lot of favorite artists. I'm trying to think of like who wouldn't even make sense. Cold. Um, didn't they already do it? Did they do a Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah. Did I, did I get, did I get that wrong? I'm pretty sure they've done one. Oh, they yeah, did. They okay. Did. Well, I'd like, I'd yeah. like for them to do another one. <laughs> yeah. You said that. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they've already done one. Is there, what about the killers? I wonder if they'll go, it's in New Orleans. Well, it's in New Orleans next year. Will they go? Well, we everybody thought Killers would be this one because they're from Las yeah. Vegas, right? Yeah. So I love them. Like, is it? I'm trying to think of like I'm, I'm. I guess I'm bad at this too. Like a modern artist that makes a lot of sense that hasn't done one before. Who man? Uh, I don't know. Like, Come back to see what other people. Like, say. Do, does Dua Lipa have enough hits at this point that she could do it? No, she's. I think she's down the road. I think I don't think she's there yet. I think she's like. So they're in, they're in the Bay Area next year. Trying to think of like one that would New make Orleans sense for next her. year, and then Santa Clara New the Orleans year after. Year. Yeah, or sorry, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, New Orleans, and I was trying to think of like if she doesn't do next year, where would she perform next? Yeah, she could do that one probably. I don't know if she's or, got enough yet. Or so, so it's New Orleans, Santa Clara. Right. This is like, can we get, can we get an East, and then it's Los Angeles? Can we get like an East Coast right. Super Bowl, please? Or like Florida. Yeah, there's like, any, like yes. I'm not saying it has to be at like you know Gillette, Met, but like can I'll, we, can I'd we... sign up for MetLife 20 minutes for my house, make things really easy. Yeah, well, yeah, no kidding. But I go, to, I'd go to Florida. Like that's no problem. New Orleans will be fun next year too. Uh, like because the, the funny thing is, so like has Drake done one? So my thing was like Taylor Swift and Drake are going to be your like artists that are like absolutely at the forefront of everything right now that yeah. haven't done it. But Swift is obviously like this is like a weird setup now where she's like touring, but like she's dating the tight end of the team that always wins. So like, is she going to perform like ever? Is it going to be like way far removed now? What if they like get married? She can come back and perform in like five years. Like what's that going to yeah. be like? Um, I, I guess it just doesn't see it doesn't seem like a next year thing to me. It just it seems yeah. like she's almost like 
she's out of this sphere. But Drake is actually not a bad one. I don't know if like would he do, would he say yes? I don't see why not. Like, does he need to do it? He'd be no, sweating up like, there like Usher. Jeez, like, I guess Usher. I guess like, Usher like kind of needs to do it at this point because he's like forty-five, like whatever. Like right. his best days are behind. It's him. like a it's like a new and thing. Drake's like, still what, printing what was the last money. Usher album. Yeah, I don't know. Like you got it bad. Um, Maybe that's have, why uh, this is tough because it's usually someone where it's like, well, five years ago they were like really big, or ten years ago, so it's like a nostalgia aspect. You know, then I don't know who you bring back. I mean, and the L.A. like hip hop like 50 cent Eminem. that was the same that was the exact same angle so maybe that's the angle that we should be exploring i have uh two other takes number one would be i love alicia keys i thought she was awesome i also thought she looked she's great really so shout talented. out to alicia keys she's she's, awesome. she's unbelievable yeah. she's great um my favorite alicia keys song is um damn it it's in my head and like um um damn tony oh. tone tones on it at the end your oh diary your secret is safe with me. Do, 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 do. My other thought would be, I uh, I don't think I like Travis Kelsey that much anymore. And I, I don't care about okay. any of this. I'm like, you know, people like turn this and it's like a political firebrand here. Like, oh I my know. God, like, look at, it's just, it's all just so ridiculous. Just like, yes, I thought he is. acted like an ass a little bit last night, which is fine. He's also the yeah. best tight end ever. Second best tight end ever. I think his post-game interview yeah. is like a clown, whatever. All good. I, I promise I don't care that much. That's just a setup to say this. I think the people that dislike Taylor Swift, it's just like a little weird to me only because... Like, music aside, and, like, I think even if you don't like her songs, you have to, like, she's objectively, like, a good musician. Like, good art. Her songs are good, even if you're not a huge fan. Am I wrong on this? Isn't she just, like, very likable? Like, Taylor Swift, like, watching the two of them after the game last night, like, hugging, like, right outside after Kelsey was on the podium with Nance. Even if you don't like Kelsey, I, I'm watching this, and I'm like, I think she's so cool. And maybe I'm on an island here and like a lot of people hate her. I kind of don't get it. I think she's like awesome. Okay. I I guess I just like, I don't know if I'm informed enough to offer it. Like all I get are like the press snapshots. Which is like, I don't really do listen think? to that's her it. interviews. Same, same thing yeah, for me. Like, like seems very generic in a way that sells a lot of records would be how I would describe her. Like it's like a not not someone you would ever think is uncontroversial, non-controversial. That's how I would describe her because that's like kind of the whole point. It's like an image thing, right? So I uh, I brought up, <laughs> oh, where's this list? I had it, hang on, I got it. I brought up uh, the Billboard Hot 100. Okay. For, oh man, for the year that Yeah came out. I'm trying to get this one to try to be like, who are other artists that are in this like nostalgia vein that like maybe had a run? Cause it's so funny because the first thing that comes up is the black eyed peas. And I'm like, Nope, got them already. <laughs> like yep. they already okay. performed Kanye. Unlikely. Probably, probably not going to happen. Nickelback. I, I like Nickelback. I, I feel like no one else does, but I do. Kelly Clarkson. Never. Green day did it already. Right. Yeah, there. I, I like Green Day. I don't know if I love them, but I like them. Sean Paul. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I I would love it. Just give me the Chiefs and they play the Niners, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes and Brad Purdy. Spike that ball, yes. Catch a touch on Spike that ball, yes. Rugby <laughs> right. get Gatorade on the coach.
Win the game throw and go for going. a fourth down, get the first down, and don't take the points. <laughs> that it's like Mariah Carey. So, no. That's probably that's probably what's you gonna what you gonna open with? All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> I don't want a lot, but okay, we're pretty good. That's I think I'm pretty good on that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to kill. We'll do it. We'll get. We'll go. We'll go around the horn on the other side. Find out what the crew likes. You can tweet us as well, or don't. We get paid the same amount either way. And then we'll start looking ahead to next year's NFL season here on You Better You Bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we will start spinning it forward to next year, coming up in a couple of moments here. Magnificent Football Monday edition of You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. But let's quickly go around the horn here with our crew. Uh, who's the ideal halftime act for Super Bowl 59 next year in New Orleans? We will give first crack to our friend Tyler Morales, who was with us here today. Tyler, hello. Hello, guys. Uh, Tyler, who is the ideal Super Bowl halftime act next season? So if we're kind of trying to stay on this like nostalgia theme, so we want to get someone like Usher. I, you want someone that can perform? Well, I thought Neo was a good one from that kind of era because he has what? a lot of slow songs like Usher's. Uh, I'm listening, I think it's a great one. He he have? No, I'm being serious. Neo like, you would know NL better than me. How many, sits, yeah. how, how many hits does Neo have? I mean, I, we, we, he has slow songs, So Sick, Sexy Love, Because of You. He has a ton of those. He had Miss Independent, up like club songs, the Pitbull songs, Time of Your Life, Closer. He has a whole, it's kind of, it's like a poor man's version of Usher, the kind of catalog. And he's also like an A-plus performer. Yeah. You know what my favorite song of his is? I'm, I I don't, I, is this even his song? The, um, it's now a never, oh, 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 oh let's oh, go. Let's go. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's good, tonight is better. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, 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 I'm talking here and now. Like, I have to I'm tell you, man, like, I, I don't really drink. Like, done, I, it's about what you do where. Like, this makes me want to get wasted. Just like, listen, yeah. like hearing these songs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's a... Uh, he won't be it, but that's actually not. I would sing along to like most of the songs that I didn't even know he had that many You're songs, right. and I yeah. gotta hear all of them. Sexy love, all the things you do. <laughs> yeah, it's really Ooh, good, baby, baby. All right, uh, oh no, wait, let's go to our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Alex, who's the ideal Super Bowl halftime show? So I think if you're playing off like the Taylor Swift lore going on this year, I don't know if you guys might know any of these songs, but I think a big money maker for the NFL. Jonas Brothers. I think if you have the Jonas Brothers play the halftime show, a lot of people will be tuning in. Um. So here's would be my question: Like, how many hits do the Jonas Brothers have? They got a lot of hits. Burning Did up here, three thousand. Wait, what? I don't think I know any of these songs. That they, that they. I think I know um, like the Nick like, Jonas solo songs, like Jealous right, I was is a just good about song. To say. Uh, yeah, all the it's funny when you look at Jonas Brothers on YouTube music, like half of the top 10 is just Nick Jonas. <laughs> it's like not the Jonas Brothers for like the most played. I, uh, yeah. Oh, Sucker is there. So I thought yeah, that was like the, a Nick Jonas song. I, That's their I, song. I also thought that was a Nick Jonas song. That is a good yeah. song. The other, uh, 
The other one I thought of is this kind of like fits because you're trying to figure out like the timing. Like it's never somebody when they're at their apex. It's like it's always after the fact or they've been around for a while or whatever. So like your Dua Lipa thing, like she's almost like too hot right now in like a bunch of ways. Like she's on the way up. Like she's not like this isn't like you don't do halftime show at this point. What about like uh, what about like Ariana Grande? Has she been on it already? Yeah, I don't think so. She like she like disappeared. Did she did she appear with someone? I feel like she was like a part of one of them. I don't know. Maybe. Did she disappear? Maybe. My Tyler. Uh, there's like there's two neighborhood families and literally like the daughters in both. It's like Ariana Grande gets brought up all the time, and I'm like, oh, this is actually a good answer then. Uh, Tyler brings up in our chat that Lil Wayne is from Louisiana. I mean, that would be awesome. Also, like, what songs can he actually perform without like getting like 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 sent to jail by the FCC? It would be have, great uh, though. Have Jack Harlow do it. Oh, God. I mean, I think Jack Harlow is no, he's done. No, he's done at this point now. After after the super after the Thanksgiving halftime show in Detroit on Mr. Freeze he's, set he's, from Batman he, Forever, he's done. It's over. You think, you think? Did everybody hate that as much as you did? I didn't even like hear the yes. public the, the the. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't like reading stuff about entertainment. Yeah. Well, like I think that, and you think that. I just wondered if that was like out there because sometimes we think stuff other uh, people don't think. Jake Hassan is with us. Jake, who's the ideal halftime show next year? Uh, I'm actually surprised we didn't see this person last night and it kind of goes into the five years too late, whatever. I think it should be Bieber because he could bring out a ton of people too. I, I, I would be very into oh, a Justin Bieber halftime show. That's a really good one. That's a I really think Bieber's good one. I, I think, honestly, is it time that Timberlake does another one? They would never let him do another one, but I think it would, didn't I think he kind of get canceled by the Britney Spears book. Yeah. Didn't he get like canceled a little bit? Well, he's coming out with a new album now, so I don't think so. And th by the way, the song is terrible, his new song. Oh, that's not good. Well, okay, so terrible new song and like the, the album. Do you like the album with him in the woods? Is that a good one? Um, I don't love the whole thing, but here's my Justin Timberlake uh, hot take. I think right. Justin Timberlake's best song, period, is on that album. Oh, I don't even listen. To, I don't even listen to that album. Is that what... Uh... Is say something with Chris Stapleton on that album, or is it on Stapleton's it, album? It, no, it, it's on that album, and that but that's not the song that I'm referring to is called "Breeze well, Off like the that. Pond." Is my favorite. It's oh, a great. Okay. Oh, it's a great song, the Stapleton song, "Breeze Off." And I, I, I'm like a pretty big Justin Timberlake fanboy. Like I like all his albums. That I think is his yeah. best song. Okay, Bree, "Breeze Off the Pond," just for people who "Breeze uh, who Off the Pond." Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about Bieber is like an actual answer to this question for next I'm year? I'm a mass. I'm I a massive a Bieber fan. I'm a massive Bieber yeah. fan. I think that would be great. Now he's like married, right? Is he married? Yeah. To uh, to what's her? To uh, like Alec Baldwin's daughter, Haley Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Is that her name? They is were at the right? uh, U.S. Open the day that I was there. Yeah. Oh. Is it, is it Haley Baldwin or is it someone else? Yes. Okay. God, I can't believe I know this stuff. This is good. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. I. I the, the Biebers, you're pretty locked in here. This is pretty good. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, I would pay money everybody? for for Lil Wayne to do the halftime show and open with Steady Mobbin. That would honestly well, that would be my dream. What uh, Bieber and Lil Wayne have definitely collaborated on a couple things. Yes, yes. So there, that Bieber and Lil Wayne's one of the guest stars because he's from yeah, New what, Orleans. I'm I'm the one with DJ Khaled. Yeah, it's a terrible song. Yes, it's absolutely awful. It's really bad. It's, it's also really catchy, but it's really bad. Yeah, because every Bieber uh, song's catchy. Well, I'm the one, only uh, it's awful. One person left. And that's uh, our our video producer downtown, Mike Brown. Mike Brown, uh, who should the halftime act be next year? Weird Al Yankovic. 
But no, seriously, I'm gonna go with the 2000s nostalgia. I'd say Pink. I think she's got some good. Uh, she's got some good high energy songs, some good uh, you know slow songs to kind of bring the energy down. I think you know, write that out there. The guys got theirs yesterday. Didn't Let's... she do it? Did she? Did she? That's a Jake. Jake I don't know she did one either. I'm huh. I'm terrible what's at the halftime shows. I don't know who's what's the one. best? What's the best Pink song? Raise your glass. Raise your glass. Yeah, raise your glass. Yeah, actually, probably. that's the song I thought of. Is that the best song ever? It's, it's, it's like we uh, all immediately were just like, "Ray, well, raise your glass." Yeah. Obviously. So raise your glass if you. I, I mean, it's just uh, it's it's like a wedding banger too. Like they play it at every wedding, and it gets a good it gets a good reaction every time. Oh, I've got the name. Although, oh although, oh, I've got it. But this person oh, is boy. kind of on the, he's kind of on like the Dua Leap trajectory here. Tell me oh, that like you okay. wouldn't mark out for Harry Styles. Oh yeah. He's, he's going to be, he's going to be a great halftime performer in like 2033. He's going to be awesome. Oh, no, be I really mean, I can't, yeah, if yeah. he did next year, that would, he's phenomenal. Nah, he's too good. He's like too, he's too hot. Yeah, you can't do it. Do, 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 I don't do. think you agree to do the Super Bowl halftime when you're like, when you're at the top. I don't think that's when you agree to it. Uh, you might be right. Okay, I got I got nothing else here. You? Okay, go ahead next year. Yeah, go ahead. Start us off. I mean, do you have the market for the Super Bowl? Would you like to read it? <laughs> well, currently, currently I have the market, and I have open right now. What I have right now is the market for Kraken Devils tonight. All right, so here's our <laughs> Super Bowl market for next season. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Does, M- does MGM have this? This is BetMGM. And just in case oh, awesome. you are out there being like, why, like, why are they talking about this now? We're a betting show. And uh, yeah. this is also, betting also for next year. I'm, I'm, I'm dying to talk about this, actually. That's how I I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited to. So here's our market. Uh, San Francisco is the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year at BetMGM. Uh, and I loved Eric Eager, the way he framed his answer about San Francisco moving forward, that this is like they've got a one-year window right now. It's next year or like it ain't happening for this current iteration of the 49ers. So Niners are the favorite at plus 500. The Chiefs are plus 750. Baltimore plus 850. The Bills and the Lions are both 12-1. to 1. The Bengals with Joe Burrow back from injury, 14 Dallas and Philly in the NFC East, both at 16. Miami is 20. Jordan Love and the Packers, C.J. Stroud and the Texans, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are all 25 to 1. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, Matthew Stafford and the Rams, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are all are all 30. Uh, the, the Bears and Vikings are both 40. Like, how are the Bears 40 to 1 if like, they're going to start a rookie quarterback? The Falcons, Browns, and Colts are all 50. The Browns price is insane. I think that's probably the team you're talking about. Uh, Saints and Saints and Bucks 66, Cardinals, Raiders, Steelers, Seahawks 80, Broncos 100, Giants, Titans, Commanders 150, Patriots 200, Bryce Young, Dave Canales, and the Carolina Panthers 250 to one. Can uh start us off here? <laughs> yeah. Come on and start us off <laughs> on Super Bowl for next year. These are my impressions. Uh, so the. The idea. Uh, so Cleveland was fifty. What was uh? What was Pittsburgh on that list? Like eighty, which is kind of like I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, but I mean that that can't I have, like, be. I have price, a lot of right? ways to frame these questions. Uh, why don't we do Casey and San Francisco first? I think that's a good way to do it. Um, we're already halfway through the segment too. Uh, 
can either of them get back to the game? Is it realistic they get back to the game? Would I bet them to get back to the game and win? Uh, both teams, the answer to all the questions except the last one is yes. Can they? Can both of them get back to the game next year? Absolutely. Uh, could both of them win the Super Bowl next year? Of course. Um, San Francisco may end up having the best team again because, as Eric mentioned, Purdy is still on this contract and Casey has Mahomes. So the answer to all this has to be yes. Would you ever bet it? I think what you'd be looking for right now and and this this will be the same conversation in June that it is today, which is you want to bet a price that you think is going down and you know why, and not just because you like it. So, for example, I think the Niners can definitely win the Super Bowl next year. They were an absolute monster of a team that's going to have a ton back. Uh, the quarterback will be back. He like this is it's still early in his time with Shanahan. It makes a lot of sense that they could at least get back to the game. Can they win the game? I don't know. Are they definitely going to get back? I don't know. But like they make all the sense in the world. They're also the favorite in their five to one. And just to put this in perspective, excuse me, at the start of the postseason, the Chiefs went off at the start of the playoffs this year. The team that won uh, went off at like 11 or 12 or something like that, I think. Maybe even higher than that in some places. So the idea that like you would bet five now when you could get better than five a lot probably during the season or the same price is uh, is a, a terrible bet. And you could be like, well, I love the Niners and I know they're going to win. Great. Uh, bet some other stuff for six months and then come back and bet them at five because it'll still be there because they'll still be the favorite. Do some other stuff for a little time. So, you know, when we talk about actually betting this, I a really fun part of this is definitely who can win and who do we like and who makes sense historically, which I can do also, and quarterback coach pairings. All that stuff's really fun. Can't wait to do it. But just like, I like San Francisco and I like Kansas City. Also, I don't think you should ever click the button on them until 10 months from now or something like that. And or unless it gets way better than this, what it is right now, because they might really be the two most likely teams to win. And the market has it priced that way. So, and, and I think we both kind of will have thoughts about both of those teams. And Ken, you've kind of like, Nate, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Just to take it to break. Like you were yeah, saying sure. for a couple of weeks now that you think Kansas City's arc is going to be like win this Super Bowl to make it the, the the third in five years or whatever. And maybe maybe they don't get back for a little bit as they kind of like reconstruct the team. Uh, do you still kind of feel that way after Super Bowl 58? Just like a Kansas City specific question. Sure. Can I ask you a San Francisco question first? Is there a uh, is there a historical and then I'll do Casey promise for a minute. Is there a historical comp for a coach quarterback pairing losing the first one and coming back and winning together? Coming back and winning together. We did this recently, right? On the show? No, we haven't done this exact one. Uh, that We did Shanahan come back with a new quarterback, came back with Purdy, still lost. So I I can't, I, there are plenty of teams that like want, like Brady has so many wins and losses, like, oh, he lost and that he lost to the Eagles and then won the next year. Yeah, so like that's, that's Landry, right? Like that, but right. Like I think that's it. Ago. And it wasn't even really, but he didn't even play in the Super Bowl. Like it was the other guy. So I don't, I don't think there is one. This isn't, so people like say the Super Bowl loser is a curse and that like magical things happen to you that make you not make the game. First of all, it's just really, really tough. There's only 32, like there's 32 teams, there's two spots. There's only one in your conference. Um, but I, I do think there's something to just like the really, really strong difficulty of not being Brady or Mahomes or like one of these super teams that has like the winning quarterback and making it back to the game again is really difficult. So statistically, 
San Francisco will make all the sense in the world. Historically, they'll make all the sense in the world, except when you just factor in that, like, they were just there and they lost and it's really hard to get back again. Like, it's almost yeah. a mental thing that you can't build in. Like, you just, I can't make that a part of a statistical handicap. Because if it's just stats, if it's just team quality, they're going to be number one with a bullet. It's not even close. Probably them in Baltimore would be the two teams because they were the two ones this year and they're going to bring a lot back. But, uh, and Kansas City would be with them because of Mahomes. So, like, that's San Francisco, just like, would you ever bet them knowing the history of the league? And for Kansas City, like, I, here's a really simple way. Like, the regular season didn't matter, and they won. Like, do stats matter? Does what happened this year matter for that? Like, are they just their own thing? And I think we just kind of have to say yes for right now because of the guy who's involved because of the quarterback. It's, I, I, I don't think San Francisco's winning. I don't think they're winning next year. I agree. I actually feel really strongly about that. We'll do more on next year's Super Bowl markets. Wrap up hour number three right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. For people watching on Stadium right now, this is our final segment for the day on Stadium. So head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql to check out the final hour, the power hour of the show featuring all our bets for tonight and interviews, talking NBA with our friend Rick Camp and golf with our friend Jason Sobel. But for now, spending some time talking about next year's Super Bowl market at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Ken, I read all the prices. And in last segment, we talked about the Niners and the Chiefs who played in Super Bowl 58 last night on Sunday night. I think both of us kind of agree. We we don't think San Francisco is getting back to the game. Kansas City obviously has Mahomes, so I don't think it should surprise anyone if they get back to or win the Super Bowl next year. Um, anything else on either of those teams, or you want to start going a little bit down the board? Uh, two notes that are pretty brief uh, on both of those teams. So San Francisco, like again, they're going to check all the historical boxes. Last year performance stuff entering this year, the combination of the coach and quarterback, they're going to make a bunch of sense. I do think there's kind of a like mental aspect of getting back to the game. That's what we talked about in the last. Like just there isn't a historical comp like unless you've already won a bunch and you're just in the middle of an insane run to just drop a Super Bowl and just come back and win like Brady did, honestly. Um, and even Mahomes, like he didn't come back like the next year after Tampa beat him. He came back two years later. Uh, Mahomes lost to Burrow the next year when Burrow went to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I think that's a tough thing to overcome for a team that's the favorite in the market. Again, like compare like those things to the price. I don't think you can bet the Niners ever going on to the start of the year and then probably not even in like the first half of the year. I think you got to like see, okay, is it, or do they somehow take a step forward and be a team that has like one loss in the regular season and put up a, again, a historic regular season team from a rating standpoint, we think it'd be historicer, more historic. Like I just, it's really tough to get there on that team, like going forward. And then with the Chiefs, like, I, I think the interesting thing is, and I, you know, I brought up this historical trend. I'm going to bring it up a lot more because I think it's really interesting. I do think that using previous regular season year performance to predict the next year is insanely valuable. And I'm going to keep thinking that because we just had another year where it worked again. Uh, the Chiefs were the number one offense in DVOA prior to last season. They come into this year. The defense gets better. They win. Uh, the Niners were top three in every possible metric basically or top five uh the year before this year where they have a great regular season and win the title you got to at least be on your way there and with the chiefs the really interesting thing with this year like they're in the middle of this run right you think like it's all systems go 
but this regular season was really, really flawed and doesn't like if you didn't know history with the Chiefs, if you didn't know Mahomes and his backstory and you were just predicting next year with this year, you would view the Chiefs as like an ancillary option. You'd view them as like, yeah, maybe like, but all right, I know they won, but nah, I don't know. And so it's going to be an interesting decision for me all next year. How much do I have to buy Kansas City to support other teams that I like? How much do I want to buy essentially historical data? So the idea is in the in the last 20 seasons now, the Super Bowl champion has been in the top seven the year before in offensive or defensive DVOA. Kansas City was seventh in DVOA on defense this year. Remember, the offense wasn't good in the regular season. And uh, and 16 of the last 20 champions were in the top four the year before in offense or defense, which gets you 80 freaking percent. And it doesn't get you Kansas City. And it's going to, again, like the response to that is very predictable and correct, which is it's Mahomes who cares. But I, as someone who like leans on this stuff pretty heavy, not just the DVOA thing, but a lot of stuff, it's going to be like a tough call to be like, do when do I add? They're going to be low priced a lot. Do you add them? What do you do with them? Are you trying to fade Mahomes? Seems like it's just a loser's mentality. And and how do you like build them into whatever you want to do? Uh, they're a really tough one next year. They were not tough this year. I liked them. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. This one was easy. The next one's actually really tough for me, just using historical qualifiers. You know, and I think back to what we were talking about earlier, right? And it's when you with Eric, when you make sit down, if you make numbers for games, is it even worth trying to do it in a playoff game with Patrick right. Mahomes? Like how how much how much credit do you give him? It's like unquantified. It's just like you're just gonna how about this? If you have Mahomes, you win, and if you don't, you lose. So right. I, I'm with you with the with the historical parameters you lay out, which by the way, on this show have been like incredibly successful at, at predicting, yeah. you know, the teams that we're gonna see at the end of the year. So I'll ask you this question, Ken. Like early on in the process right now, how would you try to sort through that in your head? And then we can get to some other stuff to wrap up the hour. Well, here's the good news. I get to punt uh, only for this reason. They're already the second choice. So like I'm not, I, I don't, by waiting, I'm not going to miss anything. They they went off at the start of this playoffs at a longer price than they are a year in advance to win the next year's game. So I don't have to make that call right now, but man, I'm going to have to make, they're going to make the playoffs like cool. Like the argument for how they don't make it is they hurt themselves, which is that they were a team that had pretty good injury luck this year. Remember, like they lost the opener to the lions with Kelsey and Chris Jones banged up, but that's like as injured as they were the whole year, basically. Like it's, we're talking about like Joe. Well, Chris Stini, Jones was like, in the box is... waiting for his contract. Remember that? But, like, you know what way, I mean? Now, though? Like, like, I, I said banged up. I think the idea is like, he didn't play in the game. And uh, <laughs> yeah, remember that. And you know, like, yeah, everybody's Vegas. got injuries. Everybody's got injuries, but like they made it pretty good through the through the season and into the playoffs. And the best way, like the best way to predict their demise is that it's self-inflicted probably. And you, you, I'm not rooting for injuries. I'm acknowledging that they happen to a ton of teams all the time because sport football is a really physical sport. Like how do they not get back? That's probably the way it's self-inflicted. And then, okay, if you try to flip to the next question, which is, and I think this is really interesting, like, what if you frame next year's Super Bowl as give me a coach quarterback pairing that you wouldn't mind having in a game against them as opposed to because I'll be honest, like you're going to look at these favorites. I even see them on the board right now. Niners. Nope. Ravens. Absolutely not. Bills. Absolutely not. Miami. Absolutely not. Like you're going to go through all the favorites and you're going to say no to all of them. So like you get them, you get them in a game against Mahomes. Do you think you have a chance? I'll take Mahomes against all those guys. Dallas, like, are you nuts? 
Like, I, I wouldn't take any of those teams unless Dallas has a new coach by the time we get to that point. So, like, can I, give I think you a it's team? really interesting. You go, yeah, I've got, like, five that I think are interesting. I think there are really interesting options. How, how many are in the AFC? A lot. I'll give you one in the AFC? Yeah. Harbaugh there are two in the NFC I think are interesting. There are two in the NFC that I think are really interesting. Sorry, what's your team? Harbaugh and Herbert. I just Try saying I think that by the I way. It's a year fast. Away. Harbaugh and Herbert. Herbert Try Herbert, saying Herbert, that with a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, this could be difficult for people to say. I think, uh, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl in two years. I don't think. I think it's like too much in one year to, to turn this whole thing around. Not that they need a ton of turning around, but like it's a culture shift. Like it's a big deal. Like they do need some players. Like they're talented, but they need some players. I I agree with you. I just don't think it's this year. But I can be wrong, and they're awesome. And I agree with you that that is a pairing. Like in a single game, I like our I like our chances if I've got Justin Herbert and Jim Harbaugh. So I agree with you on that. Um, anything in the NFC that you like? So I, the names that I think that you'll go with are LaFleur and Love. Absolutely. I mean, like Stafford and McVay, if like the Rams can get can get like some pieces on defense and get the team a little better, I'd feel good about yeah. that. Can I get? Can I give you another one? I I wasn't gonna say the Rams because I, I just it's they're they're just behind the eight ball roster wise. Why like not the Lions? Like a, like a, yeah, well, yeah, the, I, that that's a miss they, by me. Definitely. They beat them in the opener. Yep. Yeah, like I, I just like and it's crazy. Like oh, Josh Campbell, you're gonna take them? Yeah, I'm gonna take them. They beat them. Like like I, I just. They haven't played in a playoff game yet because they would play in the Super Bowl. I have to at least, I'm not saying they're my number one option, but I'd rather roll the, I'd put it this way. I'd rather roll the dice with something new than something insanely played out at a bad price like Baltimore and like Buffalo and like Dallas and like San Francisco. Like, Philly. okay, maybe, maybe the Eagles, maybe the current generation can't get him aside from Burrow, which would be a good, I guess, too. Maybe the current generation can't get them. Maybe there's a new generation that has an, has an okay chance in one game of, like, maybe upsetting it, which is, like, Stroud, Jordan Love. Rodgers is the old generation, but, like, it's at least something new. They've never played in a playoff game before. Well, well, well like, let's do that, though. Rodgers and right. Salah in one game against Reed and Mahomes. Yeah, and their defense, which is going to be, like, pretty freaking nasty next year too again by the way so just like like at least give me that's my that's going to be my thing this year i think there are teams that definitely a lot of teams that can get to the game she's got to play somebody and i think there are some teams that like in the right playoff environment in the perfect setup maybe get them but it's not the usual suspect like i don't want any of these times like that i'm good on all of them it's done the question's been answered and now you're on like massive quarterback contracts with less talent and you coach we have questions about it, and you're not probably getting back to the game anyway well like, like well, i just to be, i'm good on them yeah to be fair and it's not apples to apples it is not apples to apples but you know when when brady was done with the first of his three sets of super bowls like the whole thing was like, is Peyton, is Peyton Manning ever going to be able to beat him? Brady beat him in the playoffs right. a couple times. It was like, is that ever going to happen? Manning got over the hump and did win a Super Bowl. So like, it shouldn't like, it wouldn't be that crazy. Like, and then and then they went ten years in between winning one, and in and in that ten years, we saw Manning win one, we saw Roethlisberger win one in the AFC. Like, it's not it's not crazy to think that I don't know. I don't think Drew, it's going to happen. Won and, one? Yeah, right. and Allen's not. I was trying to think AFC, and Allen's not oh, Peyton Manning. 
Okay, Josh Allen's not Peyton Manning. Not yet, at least. No. Manning had MVPs. Allen doesn't yet. But would it be really that crazy if if Allen like got over the hump and they won? Also, also like Peyton Manning lost some with Jim Mora and then Dungy became the coach, whereas right. Allen's been with McDermott this That's what time. I was about to argue. And it still took Dungy and Manning five, their fifth year is when they finally won. And it's like, man, five years, that sounds like such a long time. Cool, McDermott and Allen are in year seven. Just that it's not, I agree with you, I would never, like, want it, but how many people, like, wanted the Colts against the Patriots in 2006? Sure. It's, these guys are capable, but again, like, they're being priced like they're the challengers. I'm not going into this year like they're the challengers. I'll give Burrow kind of the benefit of the doubt, probably, because he was hurt and he's done it before. The rest of the guys, like, I'm I'm good, and they're going to be rated like they're the contenders, and I don't think that's what it is. I would look like, who are the new who are the new tandems that can give this guy a game? I think there are several that are really, really interesting. Right now, AFC and NFC championship game predictions way too early in pencil. Uh, Chiefs-Browns in Cleveland. He probably beats them anyway, but whatever. Gets the Super Bowl. The Marty NFC side, NFC side, Lions-Packers. Oh, man. We almost got that this year. Yep. That means we're going to get it next year when Jordan Love wins MVP. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL if you're watching on Stadium for the final hour, the power hour. Maybe a little bit more on this in the final segment, along with our bets for tonight. Golf bets with Jason Sobel, but we'll start the hour. NBA bets with our friend, Rick Camp. 